You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, Kansas City? Hello, welcome into another edition of our newest podcast called From the Podium. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief over at ArrowheadPride.com, and we are wrapping up day two of mandatory minicamp. Two days down, one day to go. The Chiefs brought four players to the podium today. They were running back Carlos Hyde, cornerback Traverius Ward, wide receiver Demarcus Robinson, and the starting center Austin Ryder. And we will get to the podium, but before we do, you probably know the lead now because you've clicked on the podcast. We were able to get tight end Travis Kelsey, which is a big deal because we haven't talked to him since the beginning of off-season workouts, and it's a nice check-in to where he's at. Remember, he had that off-season ankle surgery, what he's looking forward to this year. We talked a little bit about the beer drinking on national television at the Final Four. It's a good listen, and it's right now. Right now, we'd like to welcome Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey onto Arrowhead Prides from the podium. Travis, I received an email this week that you're going to be involved in something pretty cool uh, this weekend that Kansas Cityans should know about. I appreciate that, and it's uh, it is it's exciting times. Uh, this is my first time actually bringing my dogs uh, to surface and, and and expressing my love for them, and and uh, and Soresto is giving that opportunity uh, for all of us, and um, as well as Barquet, which uh, everyone should know about if they don't know about it quite yet, which is uh, the dog park uh, just north of downtown. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about it. Soresto is uh, is a company that's created a collar. Um, that both my dogs have. What they do is, over the course of eight months, they keep away uh, fleas and ticks for an entire year. And it, it, it's something that all dog owners love, want the safety and the protection and the health of their animals as much as they probably want their own health. That's really cool, and, and I'm sure people will be excited to, to get involved with that as well. Uh, when it comes to minicamp, OTAs, so on and so forth, we've seen you out there, but you haven't really been able to do anything. I think a lot of Chiefs fans are, are wondering just how are you feeling? Do you feel like you may be ready for training camp and to get going here? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. It's, uh, it's kind of been a, a little bit of an experience just not being able to really go out there and, and, and train for the upcoming season quite yet. I don't know if I've had an injury that hasn't allowed me to get on the field at least a little bit in the off season outside of my knee surgery my first year. Um, but it's it's you know it's it's been a little frustrating. I want to get out there and, and mesh with everyone and compete, have fun, and get better. Uh, but right now, just getting healthy is the main thing, and um, I think we're there. I think uh, by the time training camp comes around, I'll be a hundred percent. Just just having to follow the protocol of the of the doctor that did the surgery um and just make sure that you know we dot all the i's and cross the t's in terms of rehab it seems like you've kind of taken a little bit of a coaching role on the field and demetrius is no longer here but you've been working with <laughs> with some younger guys it seems like yeah i'm uh, i'm sick of everyone 
sniggering in the in the background. Uh, uh, Coach Travis, Coach Kelsey, you know, I, I'm I'm over I'm over that at this point. Um, I just want to get out there and play football. Um, although I feel like I can help out some of the young guys um, with the experience I've had and the success I've had in this offense and Andy Reid uh, giving me the tools and the ability to to be able to coach this up a little bit in the off season. Um, you know, it's been a it's been a blessing and a, and a, I don't want to say it's in disguise, but it's 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 been fun because I can sit back and I can watch guys uh, see how they they progress and things like that. So it's it's definitely been fun uh, coaching for the off season, but I'm ready to play. We know that off the field that you're a guy who likes to have fun, but I think we've really seen it maybe because of Pat being the MVP, you know, you guys at the Final Four and the Blues game. It seems like you sort of started a trend in professional sports where it's okay to chug on camera, and it's made its way across the NFL. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not start that, by the way. <laughs> that has been something that has been going on for decades. I think ever since television has been invented, you made it cool um, again. But, you made it cool uh, you again. You know what? It's 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 been fun, and uh, I'm pretty sure you could say that those cameras wouldn't have been on me if it wasn't for Pat Mahomes uh, being being around. Um, but it's uh, it's been a fun off season, uh, especially with you know having to deal with the surgery and trying to you know get around and and, and do some fun things and some cool events. Um, you know, it's been it's been a, a fun off season for us with a little bit more fun uh, during the season yet to come. It seems like you you and your girlfriend and Pat and his girlfriend that you've really kind of, and it looks like you guys have a lot of fun through social media, things that we haven't really been able to see in the past. When it comes to Pat off the field and going to some of these events like the Stanley Cup and the Final Four, what's something maybe people don't really know about him off the field that maybe they should? Ah, oh, man. I mean, he's a pretty uh, open guy. So, I mean, everything everything's really hits the surface. I ha- I've had a lot of friends that have, that have met us uh, at some of these events, and they kind of look over to me when he when he walks away like, man, he's, he's as advertised. I mean, he's just a great dude, uh, a, a guy's guy, just uh, someone that can relate to anyone, uh, have fun anywhere, doing anything. I'm just like, yeah, man, that's uh, that's Pat Mahomes for you, man. He's, he's just thumbs off on, on television, on social media. Um, I don't really know much I can think of other than, uh, oh, the guy can ride a bull a little bit. He was up, he was up <laughs> in a big sky riding the bull there. He can, that's, that might be a little hidden talent he's got growing up down in Texas. Trav, when it comes to, to your own, own career, and I know you've been asked in the past about the best tight end in the game, especially when Gronk was still going, and you always defer, and you say that's, that's up to you guys. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is you and Gronk are actually similar in ages, and there he is re- retiring. Just how long, or do, do you have a number in mind of how many years you want to play? Forever. <laughs> I love I love this game, man. I honestly I can't put a number on it. Unfortunately, this game this game has an end for everyone, and uh, and I know that. Um, I'm trying to take care of my body as much as I can, which is kind of why I got the surgery after the season this this past year um, so that I can play as long as I can. Um, I have a blast every time I come into the facility uh, with this new uh, these new coaches, players, and everybody. I mean, there's more electricity in the building that I've felt uh, since I've been here in Kansas City. Um, and the expectations are high, and uh, you know what? It's kind of like I started playing football all over again. So it's uh it's it's something that I you know I love I love Kansas City so I hope I'm here for the the entire career that I have in the NFL and uh, and hopefully I, I can keep 
stay healthy so I can play as long as I can, and hopefully that's uh, that's many, many, many years to come. What are your personal goals for this year once you're able to get back on the on the field? Just just be accountable for every guy on the team. I mean, it, I know it's kind of cliche, uh, but I've gotten to the point where, you know what, stats are, are, are going to take care of themselves. There's no reason to put a number on anything. Um, all in all, when you have to, when you go out there and want to win a football game, you just have to be accountable in every single play for the guys around you, uh, the coaches that have put you in those positions to succeed. And, uh, and that, that's where I am in, in my career is that, you know what, the stats and everything are going to take care of themselves. I know Andy's going to dial me up, and I'm going to get a couple opportunities, uh, a game to, to make a play. And, you know, it's, um, it's my job to go out there and make them, whether I'm running the ball, I'm, I'm blocking, I'm catching, I'm throwing, whatever they want me to do. You know, that's where i got to hold myself accountable. Do you find, you know, again, you're not on the field, but do you find the offense is drawing energy from the defense and Spags and Matthew and Clark and everything they're, they're bringing? Without a doubt. These guys have brought an energy that I haven't seen in the building uh, since I've been there. And it's, it's not just the coaches, uh, it's the players. Um, like you said, Clark, uh, Matthew, you name it. And, and, and the craziest part is we're, we're still missing, and it, out, of, out of respect, we're still missing uh, the most loud human being I've ever met in my life in Chris Jones. <laughs> so I can only imagine how this thing's really going to get when Chris comes back into the building. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, I know the entire team feels the energy, and we feed off of it. And, and sure enough, I mean, this mini camp with this training or this uh, this these OTAs um, that stands true. We've just been competing our tails off, trying to get better, and guys have been getting better. Do you look at this year, and do you think the team looks at this year as it's it's Super Bowl or, or we failed? Yes, I mean, uh, to be honest, that's how I felt every single year. If you don't achieve that, then then you're selling yourself short. Um, and, and no more than what we did last year. I mean, it's, what we did last year is, is, is cool and all. I mean, bringing that, that much excitement to Kansas City for uh, the first time in a long time, um, you know, I think that's, 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 that's fun and that's, that's awesome. But I think we, uh, we fell short of our goal. And, uh, and that, that's, that's created a lot of motivation this offseason, um, not only for myself, but for this team. And we've got an edge coming uh, the first week in uh, September. Well, Trav, I, I thank you for, for answering all the questions on behalf of Arrowhead Pride, and, and I, I understand, again, sort of to, to bring it all back, you, you're just very excited to take part in this grand opening uh, of the Soresto stage on Saturday. The opening is going to be awesome. Everyone uh, with the pup get down there. It's going to be it's going to be absolute blast at Barquet, and uh, I hope to see everyone and their pups and, and get this community and meet a few uh, faces, uh, faces that I haven't met yet. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. So that's Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. He also wanted me to tell you that in partnership with Soresto, he will be hosting a touchdown dance competition. If you live in the Kansas City area, that'll be happening from 6 to 6.30 p.m. on Saturday at Barquet. Would love to see you there. We thank Travis for joining us on the AP Podcast channel. Good to hear that he's playing in Kansas City forever. Uh, I think as long as he can keep up his production, Chiefs fans will be happy about that. Let's return now to our regularly scheduled programming with Carlos High, the Chiefs running back from the podium. Carlos, how do you feel about kind of what Harry BNB said last week that Daniel was going to be a starter? How do you feel about kind of the running back like the new approach that may come after Daniel? Um, I mean, honestly, I ain't really 
feel nothing, honestly. Because uh, at the end of the day, I'm just here trying to earn the job. Um, still trying to learn this playbook, you know, get uh, get things like that situated. And, um, you know, once we get in training camp, then we, you know, focus on, you know, after Damien, you know, the role after that. Uh, it's coming together now. Uh, I feel like you know um, I'm able to practice fast. These uh, this mini camp has been good for me. I've been you know playing fast because I you know got a good feel uh, on the offense. But it's definitely complex for running back. Uh, it's a lot on our plate, which is good though. You know you get to run the ball, catch the ball, you can do it all. So. Um, it's just reps, you know, whether I'm with the first team, second team, third team, I, I just need a rep. Um, as long as I get the rep, you know, it helps me, you know, come back the next day and be able to perform, play fast. So just getting those reps with different groups, you know, it's, it's been helping me out big time. So back, what's it like uh, playing with guys like Eric Bianchi and Dylan McCullough? Um... I mean, for a running back, like like me who likes to catch the ball, I mean, pretty much like to do it all, it'd be like a dream come true. Um, it's not just a one-dimensional running back here. You know, you, you do it all. You line up a receiver, and you actually run real routes. You're not just a decoy. Um, you let, go back in the backfield, run the ball, block. You know, you, you do it all. So, you know, you get to really showcase your ability. You've already, like you said, showcased your ability to catch the ball in the backfield earlier in your career. You know what you read from this track of running back. How much was that component uh, a factor in coming against the county once you knew kind of what the offense does for you? Um, I had a little success catching the ball with Shanahan. Um, you know, that was the first real time I actually got to, you know, show my hands a little bit. You know, but ever since then, you know, um, I've been focused on catching the ball more and uh, coming to a place here. I didn't know that they used the running back so much, you know, in the passing game until I got here, but, you know, put a smile on my face. Now I'm in another offense where, you know, I can really showcase my, you know, my hands and, you know, really take ownership in that issue. you feel like you're a better fit with your skills here than maybe you were in San Francisco or, or Cleveland? Uh, honestly, I mean, I was a fit in seven different offenses, you know. <laughs> I, 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 figured, I figured a way to make it work. Um, so I think, I, you know, I, I can do the same thing here, just, you know, figure a way out to, you know, make things work for me. As a newcomer, and I know it's still early for you, being around quarterbacks previous to Patrick, just what have you noticed about him in terms of on the field and specifically off the field? Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, I didn't get to play with nobody like Pat. Um, he's de he, de he definitely has a different approach to the game. You know, he's definitely a special guy. Um, you know, just his leadership, the way he carried himself. You know, the way he's respected throughout the locker room, you know. Um, and he's a guy, like, you can continue to play. The play breaks down, you just keep playing, and he go find you. You can be 80 yards down the field, and he'll find you. Uh, playing with guys like that is special, and I'm definitely excited to be, you know, playing with him. What's one example of leadership that you've seen from Patrick Um, Dang, let me think real quick. There's a lot been going on. Um. Um, I mean, on the field, um, you know, in a huddle, you know, um, just taking ownership of, you know, declaring who the mic is, letting us know, 
letting me know, letting the officer line know where we going, who we blocking, you know, a little stuff like that, you know, just the communication part. When the Jacks decided to move on, what made uh, Kansas City attractive to you? What did they tell you on? Um, <laughs> uh, Kansas City, I mean... It wasn't. It wasn't really Kansas City. It was kind of like my decision. I had other teams I could have, you know, looked into, but you know, um, I just seen, you know, what previous running backs, you know, the success that they had, you know, in Kansas City with Coach Reed. So you know, I felt like you know this is a good place for a running back, you know, to get on the right track, you know, work with Coach E. B. Work with Coach Reed, Coach D. You know, those guys definitely gonna help me get on the right track. Did you find there was a After the trade, you never know. Uh, I mean, after that, I just realized you never know. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, you just you handle your business, do it, you know, do what you got to do, and you know, let things play out how they play. So I really love this press conference, and, and I think it probably will get overlooked. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called "The Future of Work," where I answer all your questions on surprise, the future of work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Kind of in a way how Hyde a little bit here in the Chiefs offseason has gotten overlooked with all the big moves on defense if you hear in his voice when he's when he's asked about Damian Williams yeah Damian Williams is on the team but Carlos Hyde has been a, a starter in this league and you could hear that he's not satisfied being this secondary guy and I think that's exactly the attitude you want when you come to a team he wants to be the number one running back and so that was great to hear and I also was happy to hear that he loves the fact that with the Chiefs, he'll get an opportunity to catch the football and make a difference in the pass game. And why wouldn't you be looking forward to that with the MVP of the National Football League? This screamed to me that Hyde wants to be a contributor this year. And I think that a lot of us, including myself, and I'll be the first to admit, maybe looked at him as a cut candidate. And again, it's more than words. You got to show out at training camp, but it's really good to see that he's in a mental place where he knows you can get traded. He knows you can get cut and he's going to go all out to really make a difference for the Chiefs in 2019. Let's continue on with cornerback Charvarius Ward. Yeah, coming into this season, now you got a little bit of playing time last year and being here for a while. You know, how did that change your approach to this offseason and kind of your confidence? Uh, my approach stayed the same. I mean, I approach every every game, every season. As, even when I was in high school and college, I just want to be the best player I can be. So, I mean, I'm always go out there, try to be the best I can be, no matter no matter if I'm starting or coming off the coming off the bench. So, I always want to be the best. The Chiefs kind of gave you the opportunity last year, to, toward the end of the year of the playoffs. From that tape, what have you been able to gather about what you wanted to work on going into this season? Uh, I want to work on um, my my conditioning. I mean, last year in the Seahawks game, my first game out there, I was I was pretty tired. I mean, I told coach to take me out of the game at halftime. I, I barely can breathe. So, I mean, mainly my conditioning and my technique. So, getting better at those two things. What did you do to work on, you know, getting a little bit more in shape? Oh, I trained. I trained all season. I really didn't take no break like after the um the the comp the championship loss. So, 
I didn't take a break. I was always working since I was two, two, three times a day. So what did the coaches say when you asked out in Seattle at halftime? They kept me in. They told me I couldn't come out. Obviously, <laughs> I stayed in the first half was pretty good, but second half, I mean, things didn't go my way. But, I mean, it was a learning experience for me, so I got better out of that game, a lot better. After coming over from the trade, you just Oh yes, yeah, I mean it's a dream come true. The cheese they gave me opportunity. I mean the Cowboys also gave me opportunity, but the cheese they believed in me more. They traded for me. I mean so Coach Andy Reid, um, the general manager Brett Veach, see a lot in me. So I mean they gave me opportunity. I respect them for that. I thank them for that, and I'm a, I'm a proven right. Oh, it's a it's a lot more communicating, a lot more teaching. I mean, it's a brand new defense, so everybody's learning right now. But they they're more enthusiastic and better better teachers. So yeah. Do you find it harder or easier to summarize yesterday? It says they actually found it kind of easy to learn. What do you feel about how the learning process? I mean, the coach is just the communication. It's it's a lot better. Like it's a whole lot better than than it was last year. I mean, last this year we having a lot more fun as players. The coaches also they get excited, we get excited, so they they better communicate us. How would, how would you say that Steve Spagnuolo makes it fun for you or just a lot of the young guys guys who are still trying to prove you? Let me say that again. How does Steve Spagnuolo make it fun for you and some of the guys who are still trying to prove you? I mean, he got a lot of energy, Coach Spagnuolo. I mean, he likes to see us do good. I mean, he gonna, he always in our ear. He, he coaches us one-on-one, even when um, the positional groups like doing the positional drills. He'll grab us off to the side and just teach us one-on-one. So, I mean, he want to see us do well, so that's exciting. What he tried to get to me? Yeah. I mean, it's like teaching, like for his technique, like tackling, like it's football, football stuff. But he want me to be great, though. He always tell me, like, I can be great. I just gotta, like, it's a mind thing. Just always gotta go harder, push ourselves to the limit. Curious, uh, McCall was the top pick this year. You have a you know, front row seat as to you know, handle what he can do. What is it like going up against Harden? I mean, McCall, he gonna be good. He a fast player. I mean, he learning right now. He a rookie. It's only his, he only been in the league with two months now, so. I mean, he got a lot of learning to do, but he he'll be a great a good player. We can, we can see the communication on the field with like Tyron Matthews. His fans can, can kind of see that, and we can mm-hmm. the videos out and the photos and all that. But behind, like when you guys are in the meeting room, just how special is he as a player? Just like a reason yeah, Tyron. He I mean he's real smart. I mean he the, he a leader of the secondary right now. He he tells us everything. He always telling me like when the coaches um, giving coaches points, he always give me coaches points also to help me out because he out there on the field. He knows some stuff that the coaches might not know because he out there with me. So. I think there'll be a couple of people who hear that Charvarius Ward wanted out on Sunday night football against the Seahawks and, and put him down for that. But I commend Ward for being honest here. He saw last year that he wasn't in good enough condition to play a full game in the National Football League. And what he did was he applied that to the offseason and has now come back in the best shape uh, of his life, I would imagine. I saw him the other day, and this was Tuesday of mandatory minicamp, and he went stride for stride with McCole Hardman, who runs a 4-3-3 40-yard dash. You're not going to be able to do that in the middle of practice unless you've conditioned in the offseason. You also heard him taking a similar sentiment to Anthony Hitchens yesterday by saying that communication on defense is a lot better. And we saw last year when Eric Berry entered the game on Thursday night football late in the season yelling at some of the defenders that maybe communication wasn't as good as it needed to be last year. So, again, 
This just reiterates a new-look defense, a new attitude for this defense. And I think the Chiefs see Charvarius Ward as one of their top three cornerbacks in 2019. And we'll see how he does in year two of his NFL career. Let's keep from the podium moving with wide receiver Demarcus Robinson. Uh, I remember the exact first moment. No, uh, we had a lot of moments. Yeah, but we start. We, we well, not starting, but we just connecting very well through the um, through the offseason. You kind of got the no wide receiver depth chart this year with you know free agency departures like Chris Conley. What do you feel like your role is right now on this team and in the wide receiver group? Uh, just being the leader. Um, just making plays. Um. Yeah, teaching the teaching the younger guys, filling their spots, just doing what what the coaches ask. Have you always been a leader? Is that something that you're trying to to do more this year? Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like we we don't have a lot of guys, so I mean, we just trying to do what we can, you know. Uh, everybody want to be a leader. I mean, I don't, I don't think nobody's trying not to be a leader, but yeah, you just trying trying to be a leader and just doing what you have to do on the field. When it comes to that chemistry, what have you and Pat been working on this offseason to improve that? I would say a lot, a lot of deep ball throws, um, just just working on on hand eye coordination, just him telling me what to do from like just a side adjustment, some things like that. What's it like out there on like a day like today where you've got that wind behind you and you know Patrick got the arm already? Mm-hmm. What is it? What's it like trying to get on the same page on a day like that when you've got the elements of the wind? Uh, we need days like that, like even even rainy days. Uh, you just gotta. Go with the circumstances and what you and what's what's going on with the weather, and just go with it. Uh, you always work on certain stuff like throwing against the wind, throwing with the wind. So, uh, just just working on it. Is it extra tough just to keep up with Patrick's balls on a day like this? Any day is tough to keep up with him. Yeah. <laughs> you told him today he had to take a little bit off. He kept uh, with that wind in his back. He had a couple overthrows there. Ah, uh, nah, nah, nah. We let him do his thing. He um he challenged us so whatever we got going on, he'll challenge us if. If, if he thinks it's too far, then you know he'll take a little bit off of it. But he challenges us with all the throws he has. We kind of seen you grown as a rookie into you know, your role now. Just what do you think the year 2019 means for Marcus Robinson as far as your career? Uh, I would say uh, it's a big deal. My fourth year, uh, my last year, my contract. Um, <laughs> just just putting numbers up, putting giving get, giving um, the guys trust. You know, uh, just letting them know. Uh, well, I already know what's going on, but just just giving them trust, knowing. Them, Letting the coaches know I know what's going on, so it'll be easier and smooth transition on the field. You know. Do you think you surprised teams last year with your speed? I don't think you have like sort of the speed label that Sammy or right. uh, Tyreek or guys on the team have had in the past. Do you feel like you, you surprised teams with your level of separation? Uh, I don't really know what the teams think of me. Uh, you know, uh, I wasn't really a, um targeted a lot. I would say, but I mean, uh, I definitely showed some some things what I could do here and there. Yeah. Oh yeah, just run through everything. Uh it's a different um level of speed in the NFL than it was in college and we got the best quarterback in the NFL so uh yeah he can get the ball downfield even when you sixty yards downfield. So just run through everything if you got a deep route and run full speed through all your routes. When you're going through these these team periods against this defense, it's a different defense coordinator. It's mm-hmm. vocal guys like Tyron or, or Frank. What's different 
this offseason going against that group than the group you were going against last year? Honestly, I would say just more enthusiasm. Uh, the guys playing with a lot of fire, you can tell, and uh, it's making us better too. Um, just just having the looks that we didn't have last year, um, just just getting the whole organization better. The more you hear wide receivers talk on the Kansas City Chiefs, the more you realize that there is an adjustment period to learning to play with Patrick Mahomes where you can run 60, 70, 80 yards down the field and still get the ball. To Marcus Robinson, I would say maybe even more than Travis Kelsey seems to be the master of that. They have this rapport, and maybe it's the, the fact that they grew up a little bit together in the NFL, and Mahomes has always found a way to get to Robinson, and Robinson never stops running. You heard Robinson say that they've been working on deep balls. I think that'll be music to the ears of Chiefs fans. And and Robinson himself, on my question, he, he noted how important 2019 is for him. It's the fourth year of his contract. This is where he makes his money. Friend of Arrowhead Bride, Therese Paler of Yahoo Sports, he'll always say the contract year is undefeated. And Robinson, I think, is in line for a big year. He should be the third wide receiver on this team if you take away the Tyreek Hill situation if he's back in the mix at some point then Demarcus Robinson is probably your third or fourth target on this team so I'm intrigued to see how Robinson does I'm predicting big things for him let's continue on with center Austin Ryder from the podium first off I was extremely happy for him uh, Mitch is an awesome guy great player uh, with my role here um, you know, I think I, I had a, another shot. I mean, it didn't matter to me if he was here or not um, because it was going to be a battle for the center position either way. But when I saw that, I was uh, extremely happy for him. He's uh, well-deserving well of that. Looking back on the time that you got last year, how, how did you feel about the play? How did you grade yourself you know, out and watch your film? Um, I don't know if I what letter grade I would give myself, but I think uh, in some situations I think I, I, I did well. Um, there's obviously things I can always work on. That's what keeps a pro at this level is uh, not being comfortable and always finding stuff to work on. But, um, you know, I think, uh, like I've told myself before when I got into this league, um, I know I'm a capable player and I know I can uh, play at this level. What's it been like? Because you played with Andrew a little bit, but you never really got to play with Larry. What's it like just the three of you now inside and kind of getting to know each other and building that chemistry? Um, it's great. Uh, definitely good to get reps with Larry now. Um, he's a physical player, uh, great strong hands when he gets his, gets his hands on guys, which is uh, awesome and pass protection helps me out. Um, I think I saw his comments yesterday, we're learning to keep our feet out of each other. That's kind of a, a battle there when you start playing with uh, new guards and centers. But um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely satisfied with what we've done in these uh, last seven, eight weeks. What's that, what's that offensive line meeting room like? I think we all want to have fun, but I think uh, the best part of our room is everybody really wants to work hard. You know, we go out there, and I know Coach Heck does a tremendous job with us, but he never faults us on our effort. You know, we always have things to work on, but uh, I think, like, the greatest attribute in our room is, is the effort all around. Everybody wants to get better, and everybody wants to be the best. I think everybody's heard. Uh, I think everybody's heard Mitch Schwartz talk. He's very analytical, thoughtful, football nerd. <laughs> yeah. Call himself. Uh, just what's it like working from him, and how does he help you as a player as a reference? Um, he's kind of like another quarterback out there, to be honest. You know, when we do blitz drill or uh, we get certain looks on defense, our defense right now is flying around, hiding coverages, and uh, to have a guy that's played over 100 games and is that smart with what he can see 
it uh, it's only it's almost like having another quarterback out there. He'll be yelling at me, and we can hear Pat. And if we got three people on the same page with protections, and we get all five of us, you know, or six if we got a back or a tight end in there. Um, like I said, it's like another quarterback out there. It's awesome. You ever had barbecue? Yes. So is it overrated or? Uh, no. It's no, it's a, it's a, it's the real deal. What'd you have? Uh, he cooked us a brisket a couple times. He's done hamburgers. He's had uh, some steaks. I think my favorite part was the uh, the steaks he cooked one night. Those are really good. What, what, what about the steaks? Still real deep. All right. Uh, I think what did, I'm trying to remember what he cooked them on. I wasn't there. I showed up showed up when they were done. Perfect timing. Um, you know they were just. I'm a medium rare guy. They were excellent. Not nothing. Uh, salt and pepper. I think is all he had on there. I like it a little more on the plain side. I want to taste the uh, the good meat, but I think that was the the choice of meat he had there. I'm not sure where he got it from, but uh, it was just tender. It was a great. How often does he cook for you guys? Uh, I think we've gotten together like three or four times this off season on the weekends, doing a little bit of pool volleyball. Is there ever any leftovers or uh, no? No. no. <laughs> if you, if you get there late, it, it's all gone. I mean, I think we had like 30 hamburgers one day, and they got they were gone in like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Hard to rank. Probably from another position group. With with the opportunity to work with Patrick to see how Mitchell handles his business, Laurent has got a pretty consistent crew going. Just how much are you cherishing this particular moment? Just this opportunity to have this season, given what you've done to get to this. I think sometimes I have to sit back and realize that because, you know, day to day, um, I'm just here. I put my head down. I work. I grind. Um, that's really the best thing you can do, at least for my situation. Just for me personally, that's how I've always been, and things have ended up working out pretty pretty well for me. Um, you know, sometimes i got to pick my head up out of the water and be like, wow, I really am with these guys. Um, like, I, like, you know, you just noted that for me. It is, it is really cool, though. Um, you know, I think Pat's a generational player. And uh, no, it's it's really great, and I think the same thing of Mitch. You started building relationships with Pat last year. How is that evolving in Hunter chemistry at this point through offseason? I think over the weeks as we practice, um, especially like in the the protections aspect, uh, he he and I are basically saying the same thing, which is awesome. It's which has been more consistent. You know, he says this, and I've already said that, and I'm like, okay, we're seeing things the same way now. So that lets us play faster, looser. Um, and then we can execute things. It takes more off of him, which is uh, going to let him play faster. One thing you've gotten to see that we kind of have in it is just the development and the transition for Khalil. What have you made of his development since past year? And where do you think he personally is at as you're watching? Uh, Khalil's made great strides. You know, um, very strong player. I mean, we've all seen his lower body. I, I, I don't know what his calf size is. I think we took bets on that one day. <laughs> but uh, to come from a defensive lineman to be now an offensive lineman, I, I don't know how that would be for me. Um, I've always been on offensive line since high school. But uh, he's, he's making really good strides. There's definitely some, some things uh, I think that he does really well coming from a defensive lineman, you know, the athleticism. But uh, I, I think he's progressing very well. Did you give him any uh, tips and advice on playing center today? Uh, he he likes they, the the new style. I guess is to snap the ball. The uh, I don't know what they call it, but the 
you hold it on the the tip of it, and if it works for you, it works. You know, I, I know Cody White here at the Bears. I was telling her earlier. I was like, he he does it, so uh, it's not. It hasn't been not proven yet. So if it works, it works. I'm not going to fault anybody for that. But I, I don't snap it that way, so I couldn't give him any tips. <laughs> See, I really like that press conference because I think it shows the human side of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think sometimes we get so lost in football and the fact that these guys are Super Bowl favorites that we forget they're people like me and you. And there was Austin Ryder up at the podium talking about how he likes to go to his friend Mitch's house and, and eat his barbecue. And the offensive linemen all go over there and they play pool volleyball and they have a good time. That camaraderie, when you face adversity in the NFL season, the idea of them liking each other, that can only help when you face a losing streak, when you're facing a tough team, when you're grinding it out, studying tape. And again, I think the Kansas City Chiefs, and especially this year's version, they feel like they're banded together on the defensive side of the football and the offensive side of the football. And I think you hear it in the press conferences that we're running here on the Arrowhead Pride podcast network in from the podium we will have another edition tomorrow andy reed and patrick mahomes are scheduled to speak so they'll be scheduled to be uh, on from the podium so look forward to that uh, again tomorrow night my name is pete sweeney and i appreciate you guys listening more to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.